Coming up on this episode of The Village Idiom. Yeah, the gist was... Uh, I, know our, was the gist our, I know this episode isn't about tigers, but have you ever met someone who doesn't say tiger? They say tiger? No. Oh. I met cougars. <laughs> I, I, know, in, I know a few. In glass houses. <laughs> I'd like to name them right now. Dum, dum, da, da, village Idiom. Hello and welcome to The Village Idiom. We are a podcast that every week we choose a popular saying. We take an admittedly shallow, hopefully comedic, once in a while interesting, and if we're lucky, educational dive into its meaning, its usage, its origins. But we're also going to use it to hang our otherwise directionless conversation on. My name is Jurassic Mark. And I am Skitty. And this week's idiom is... People who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Nice. Right? People in glass houses should not throw stones. Absolutely. I think it's uh, one of those, like... It's it's a good case in being self aware. That's a good point. Yeah, uh, I I heard a little derivation on it from uh, it was like the translucent museum uh, of like um, porcelain toilets. Oh, and it was it was people in glass houses shouldn't stow thrones. <laughs> Which cracked me up. So it's funny you said that because when I was looking up glass houses, anything, a glass toilet did show up. That is like the worst idea. It was like worst things. Why would you want to see any of that? And it was, the picture was a perfectly clear. I for number one would not want to have anything to do with that. (laughs) Uh, I would never be more tempted to flush weird things down the toilet than if I could watch it go. (laughs) There's also a couple of things At least come you'd to mind. Know. Like who clogged the toilet? <laughs> who <laughs> ate corn? It was you. <laughs> Still got corn stuck in your exactly. teeth. It was you. I know it was you. Uh, know that there was a like a new smart appliance that goes in your toilet. I don't know if you saw the ads for that. No, no, no. So it was like a smart detector thing that you you whiz on, and it actually will like so whatever can be detected through one's whiz. Um, it would, it was like a health diagnostic thing. I'm not joking around. It's and real. It just floats in the water, or is it like a little target it, practice? It, I think it goes on the side. Yeah, and oh. so yeah, so for so what like diabetics? I don't just know. for guys. I don't know. I don't, How are the women aiming? They just lean Can a little. They aim? I think they just lean a little, and that's where it generally goes. Lean a little, uh, uh, <laughs> and a little bit. Interesting. Yeah, so it's a, a health diagnostic thing. Well, you remember our friend Ryan, yeah, who uh, used to be a coworker of ours, and he um, he was buying. He was, oh, I know what it was. It was a Kickstarter for a mug that basically did that. <laughs> yeah, and you put anything you want into the mug, and it would tell you the ingredients of what you put in. And we're like, well, don't you know what you put in? He goes, oh, first thing I'm doing when I get that is taking a pee in it. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like you want to. If there was a way to know, but you wouldn't want to cross-contaminate that product. I know that's the problem. I don't think he'd care. Yeah. He'd boil it. <laughs> What's and in keep here? On your, you don't want to drink from that cup. We've done so many science experiments in that cup. No, so if it would know if like, oh, this is apple juice. I guess the other way you could tell is by tasting it. Oh, this is coffee. Oh, this is milk. I think it's more specific than that. Okay. I think it's down to percentages and chemicals. And, oh, okay. Because yeah. otherwise, it's like, this is stupid. If it could detect, like, how many carbohydrates what are you drinking? You are drinking water. Too, you are drinking too much. <laughs> yeah. You're an alcoholic. I hope anyway, you're look at that, how mug. we brought in two meanings of the word glass. He had a smart glass, a glass toilet, glass houses, thrones, glass tiger. Mm. Remember Glass Tiger? Don't forget about me when I'm gone. Is that theirs? I don't know. Oh. 
that that was one of my sister's favorite bands, and I'm like, really, Glass Tiger? It just felt like a when when I was in high school, it felt like a, a, a adult contemporary kind Is of it a paper tiger, a thing, Tiger Belly. That's the Bobby Lee podcast. Is it? Yeah, Tiger Belly, uh, Tiger Butter, Tiger Woods, <laughs> Tiger Williams. Remember Tiger Williams <laughs> from the Canucks? Yes. Yeah, his nose looked like uh, he'd been mauled by a tiger. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he, he'd come face to face with the glass. I think he was a no helmet guy. Oh no, that's Harold Schnepps. Wow, I'm having like wow flashbacks. Welcome to the '80s. Yeah. Anyway, Glass Tiger. I don't know about Paper Tiger. Is a movie? Uh, I don't know. Just phrases that pop into mind. Or Eye of the Tiger, chasing uh, like catch a tiger by the tail, or there's some something about riding the tiger. You can't. Oh, it's from the. The band fifty four forty. Um, you can't like be careful. It's something about riding the tiger. Be careful because you can't get off of it. Yeah, hmm. the gist was. Uh, I that, know. Our, was our, I know this episode isn't about tigers, but have you ever met someone who doesn't say tiger? They say tiger. No. Oh, I met cougars. <laughs> I, I know. In, I know a few in glass houses. <laughs> I'd like to name them right now. So I also looked up. I'm like, I wonder if there are glass houses other than greenhouses because there's lots of that. So there is a famous, like, you can go to theglasshouse.com, and there's a Wikipedia page for the glass house. It's some uh, house that was built in the 40s hmm. that is just couldn't look more simple, like just a square rancher, flat-roofed house in the middle of the woods-ish. Um, so it's kind of hard to see from the road, I guess, which is what you'd want. But no drapes, no blinds. It is a glass house. There's, there's like, oh, there's the living room. There's the kitchen. And the other side, there's the bedroom. But you just have to have extensive, not a closed bedroom. Extensive effort to, um, like plumbing, electricity, like those things would just make a place ugly. And so you have to just be smart about how you designed right. it. Yeah, right. Because they have it those was, glass it, bathrooms, it very in the minim- minimalistic. Yeah, with the tinted windows. Yeah, you shut the door and tinted windows don't mean nothing. They know who's inside. No, uh, it's tricky to rock. Yeah. Rhyme. Okay. Good. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Imagine if that was about those hey, downtown bathrooms. Anyone born with the year two in the that's, front, you're not going to have a you don't clue know what what's we're going on about today. That, that, that if I ever get to use one of those bathrooms, and you close the door and the window frosts or tints, that's for sure what I'm singing in there. Tinted windows don't mean nothing. Then no, I'm going to hang around outside playing. Well, that yeah, song. and filming. Did like you hear so about, as people go in and out. Did you hear then, about the bathroom? I think it was in New York that one of those bathrooms that it stopped oh, working. That's unfortunate. But the people inside, you don't because when you're inside, you can see outside. Right. They didn't know. They didn't know it was. Not I working. think in general, I would be like just so nervous about that that if you'd you, like you might do your business quickly and then. Oh, how about that? You like hey, that? let's just start this all over again, everyone. It's um. Uh, when I think of uh, other glass places that I've been to that have been interesting in California, the uh, Robert Schuler's Church, the Crystal Cathedral. Oh yeah, yeah. There's just tons. It was like not all glass, but it was a glass glass church. So people in glass churches should people who throw stones in in the the Lord's house. I got nothing. That's interesting because there's a lot of people getting stoned in the Bible, <laughs> but not in the Crystal and in California. There's a lot of people getting stoned. <laughs> and- which is where the crystal you know, cathedral one is. Of my, one of my first jobs after I graduated, uh, I decided I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have my own business, and I started Sweet. washing windows. Okay, so I spent about I don't know hundred bucks. Went to a janitorial supply place. I'm like, if I was gonna do exterior windows, set me up. What do I need? So at that time, I'm, I'm a kid. 
felt like, like, oh, it was a lot of money. My dad's like, you're investing. You're going to go. And then I just went with this, uh, you know, telescopic thing and a bucket and, you know, all the lessons in the world. Don't use soap. Use this. Ammonia and water. It's all you need. Blah, blah, blah. I was ready. And then I just went door to door. Hi. Would you like to have your windows washed? No? Okay. I'll never... I can remember the the look. I remember what she looks like, the first lady that said yes. Because I was so used to no's that I was already I was already pivoting to leave. Right. And she's like, that's a, yeah, that's, that's awesome. That sounds great. And I'm like, really? And she's like, uh, do you not want to? Because I was so surprised. Anyway, there are some homes. So I, start, I started having somebody else work with me. And there are some oh, homes Franchisees. where... where uh, there's a lot of windows. Mm-hmm. And so literally when I started, I'd walk up and go, I'll wash all your windows outside for $20. And then you realize some homes, $20 is ridiculous. You just wasted half a day for $20. And uh, it was a learning process. So then you get to know homes and then you're like, okay, I bet it's going to take this long. So we'll charge this much. And then you would like, no, we need to do a look around. I'll never forget giving a price to this one house they're like and it was more than 20 bucks it was probably 100 bucks or something and then we went around the back it was one of those like like crystal cathedral situation where it's just <laughs> like like a million panes lined up so you can't do it all in one go because there's right panes everywhere wow. it's like a tile tiled wall of windows we were there for all day long like ah so then it was like we'll do a walk around first mm-hmm. but yeah like it you wanted to throw stones. Here's the thing, though. People with glass houses shouldn't throw stones. But let's say you're out for a walk and you stumble across an abandoned house size, like a giant greenhouse that is all glass panes that nobody's ever going to use again. And you're also standing in a, a, a pile of golf ball sized rocks. Okay. <laughs> is there anything more tempting? I, I, I don't know if I could do that. Like, I couldn't do it because. I know I'm damaging somebody else's property, mm-hmm. but still, might be like I know I wouldn't. I know I wouldn't do it, but still, it, I don't know if the temptation would grab me for something like that. Uh, just wrecking other people's stuff would—I would be just guilt-ridden for days. Yeah. Okay. Let's say you were allowed to. I'm allowed to just throw stones through yeah. there. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't they make places like this where you can just smash anger stuff? rooms? <laughs> They do. They have anger rooms where you can either bring in your own or they'll supply you with bottles and dishes and chuck hammers at it. And That sounds all right. Let's do that. Is there an anger idiom we could line it up with? Well, we should. Well, it, I'm just thinking in terms of fundraising for uh, the, the ICR is mm. that you could just set up like the like the donation rooms of all like just terrible glass type things. And then just people can you can charge people to go in and smash stuff. That's great. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, because if, it, if it's going in the trash anyways. That's great. Okay, so this is uh, my uh, ICR hoodie that uh, from last week that that was... ICR, which is, that is from the thrift shop that raises funds for ICR Canada. Yes, uh, $12 for this little gem. And so immediately I'm like, I'm not taking that tag off. Uh, just to like guarantee your OCD people will not be able to handle it. Uh, I want to say a dozen times over the, between getting it and now that uh, folks like, oh, you, f- you forgot the tag on. It's like, no, it's supposed to be there. It's fine. You know, like a cool, all the kids are doing like it. a cool baseball cap. You know, how they <laughs> leave, leave, leave the tag on, leave the sticker on, leave the tag on, <laughs> and uh, it uh, it drives people crazy. 
which makes me want to do it more. I have the people touch it, preparing to rip it off. Oh, you forgot. I'm like, no. <laughs> tell you what I'm doing. It's just a little social experiment to watch people go crazy. So you can just do that with any any new article now? See what happens? Well, I don't know. This is the oh, as soon as it goes through the wash, though. So it's got to be a I'm not going to wash it ever. Yeah, it's a, it's a hoodie. You can get away with that for a while. Yeah, yeah. So it's fantastic. That's really great. It's it's funny. Well, I hope you're promoting uh, the nonprofit Canadian nonprofit when it comes up. Absolutely, perfect. Well, I don't think we've said uh, people who have glass houses shouldn't throw stones. What it actually means? We should probably get into some of maybe the. Well, we could get into origins, but the saying "people who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones" is used to say that people who have faults shouldn't criticize other people with the same faults or any faults. Like nobody's perfect, kind of attitude, like. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I can't this, believe you're wearing a tag. Oh, I'm wearing a tag. This is people like a, a fantastic first line of people's like self defense when when someone's like at you for something, and then you immediately go to their faults, oh, right? As to like, oh, you know, you know, whatever. Maybe you should clean that up a bit. It's like, oh, so you're a Mr. Clean person now, are you? <laughs> right. Yeah. And then you, you and see, this- you come at them with like it's like so whatever way it gets dished out. Because, you know, like, it's like late people. It's As soon as you start criticizing on late people, that'll be the week that you're late for something. And then, right. Yeah. Just as, as do, you, do you remember that there's an actual term for it when, so this is an example of this. I just can't think or remember the proper term where people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones can often be just this. Glass houses. Somebody will just go, glass houses. And you know what they mean. Remember we had one episode where we, there's a word for that when an idiom is shortened because it's so well-known, you don't have to say all of it. Glass houses. Glass houses. All right, before we get into origins, <laughs> I got a game for you. Okay, let's hear See if you can guess the origin history of... That's redundant, isn't it? The origin history? The historical origin. Of uh, the idiom, people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Three choices, three names. The legitimate children, help, help me here. Three names you choose. Okay. Did it come from Jeffrey Chaucer? Canterbury Tales. I like it already. That's my first one. I'm going to go with that one. Do you want to hear the rest? I, I will hear the rest. Okay. <laughs> Did it come from George Carlin? Okay. I want to say it's earlier than that. Okay. Did it come from Jesus? <laughs> That's definitely earlier than that. <laughs> Jeffrey Chaucer, <laughs> George Carlin, and Jesus walk into a glass house. <laughs> And George makes some joke. Chaucer picks up a rock and Jesus says, You're forgiven. Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Oh, man. So there is that classic Bible story. And then there's some do unto others kind of thing that I could rope in there. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm still going Chaucer. But definitely. Which one's tempting you aside from Chaucer? It's got to be Jesus. For sure. Yeah, that's, I that's can't say safe, Carlin. That's a safe answer in life, isn't it? It's got to be Jesus. Jesus, I feel like it's Sunday school. <laughs> the answer is Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, it just seems sad. Uh, too, Carlin's too late. Chaucer, there's got to be something in there. A Canterbury Tale issue. But definitely, he was without sin, cast the first stone. That's that's pretty, that's pretty on the nose, too. Chaucer. Chaucer, final answer? Final answer, Chaucer. Well, that whole time you were talking, I was playing our little origin song, but do you want to hear it again? Sure. This, listen. It's beautiful. It, it's Look, you can see the dial moving. Is, is you got the volume up? The volume is up. Have you checked the specs on the roto-girder? 
Everything's up. So, hi. Okay. Origins. I'll check that out. If only we had some sort of mixing device to be able to yeah, that was sort weird. that out. I don't know why that's not working. But uh, we'll fix it for next week. Perfect. Maybe. We okay. are using new studio equipment. I'm yes. still familiarizing. This is the first week with some myself new equipment. with it. Okay, origins. Origins go a little something like this. The proverb, those who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones, is often cited as originating in Chaucer's Troilus and Chrysiad, I think it's pronounced. Written in 1385, it's an epic poem written in Middle English. Uh, that tells the story of two tragic lovers against the backdrop of the siege of Troy. Uh, it's sometimes cited as Chaucer's best work, actually. Mm. And uh, maybe that's why this... I've never heard of it. I haven't either. Canterbury's. Maybe it's part of Canterbury's. No, it can't be. Epic poem from 1385. In the poem, the proverb reads this. Oh, by the way, this same story also gave us all good things must come to an end. Oh, okay. So, same same origin. I'll be prepared. So next time when we do that one, <laughs> like I wouldn't have forgotten this in five minutes. Jesus, the answer will still be. Jesus. Uh, this is the actual quote, and forgive me for my ill-prepared Middle English. Who that hath a head of ver? And I looked up ver. It's colored glass. Who that hath a head of ver from cast of stones wear him in the wear. So wow. It's, like, it's very clever. It's uh, It rhymes, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have known what that meant no. had we not been doing this uh, episode. In 1651, George Herbert used the same phrase, but in a way that's far more recognizable. Did you think I was going to say George Carlin just for a second? Nope. 1651. The 1651 version of George Carlin. George Herbert used the same phrase, but in a way that's way more recognizable now. Whose house is of glass must not throw stones at another. Hmm. So he cleaned it up. It's just a good motto. And then uh, first used in America in William and Mary Quarterly, which was a public uh, journal in Virginia. And it's a quote from, quote, from Benjamin Franklin. He got a lot of uh, credit for quotes that were him just repeating he got other a people. a lot of credit for being around past the time of the printing press. So Benjamin Franklin said, don't throw stones at your neighbors if your own windows are glass. So Benjamin Franklin quote. Right. Well, he was being struck by electricity and every other good thing that he did. Do you know how long he was president for? Uh, was Franklin president? No. Okay. It was a test. Okay. Did I pass? Yeah, he did. Okay. I'm like, he really threw me off there. So, yeah. So, that is the evolution from the 1300s to the 21st century. Um, and as idioms do, when they're that old, they evolve a little bit to what we now know. And who knows? Maybe in 300 years, it'll be... Uh, An interesting class throw. Uh, and, and maybe this uh, applies to you, where you can be hard hardest on people in the areas of your own flaws. Yeah, because you hate it about yourself, probably. so you immediately hate it about other people. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. Something that uh, we've disorganized, or something that you're like, oh, I'm actually really working on that, and then they're that way, and you want to point it out that you're not that. Yeah, it's like yeah, you are. That's like people who are... Uh, it's like a projecting of what's going on inside you. Who have suddenly discovered fitness or a diet. And then you're like... Oh. Here we go. But that's not really a fault. That's just a... An interesting podcast um, I've been following along to... Uh, uh, the Village Idiom. Huber, Huberman Labs. Never heard of it. Huberman Labs. Uh, the, I think I was t- t- talking a, a bit about it in one of the previous weeks. But the guy who... 
with uh, like hormones and how certain things uh, like natural rhythms of life and all the rest of it. So, anyways, his uh, his thing from like a um, his natural body state point of view was to not eat in the first hour after you wake up. Hmm. Yeah, and delay it as long as possible. And which is like, how is that a thing when everyone else will be like, you got to start the day with a good meal. Yeah. And so I don't know. It's like, how do you end up trusting anyone? Well, this is what I do know. I know I've gained all my weight back. But when I was living healthily and exercising all the time, prior to that, I rarely ate breakfast. Mm-hmm. I would just, I almost wouldn't eat all day and then have a big dinner or whatever. So that's delaying about as long as you can. And I got fat. And then when I was getting health advice and following a program, I had to convince myself to start eating breakfasts. Because I just, it was literally like, I don't want to eat first thing in the morning. And I had to force myself to, and I started losing weight and being healthier. So for me, I do a version of that, except it's not first thing in the morning. It's like just before I go to sleep, I eat a lot. Yeah, same thing. I sleep like the dead. (laughs) Oh, I sleep so good. (laughs) It's like, oh, it's not, it's not, I'm sure it's knocking years off my life, but boy, do I sleep well. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. What's the classic right before bed food of choice? Uh, the fastest thing available. Oh, just whatever? Yeah. It's not like a plate of nachos. Well, that would be amazing if that showed up. <laughs> it has to show up. Yeah, it has to be the fastest thing possible. <laughs> I'm talking like a can of mushroom soup that is just right out of the can. Like not even warmed up. No. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> if you're hungry, it's efficient. No one, no one talks about efficiency. Like efficiency is a big deal. And so I'm not wasting time. No. I'm preparing it. No. I just pop it out of the can. It's ready to go. It's filled with... I hope you rinse out your cans for recycling at least. Do you drink it then? Oh, no. Just out of the can? Like, I'm not a savage. Not a savage. <laughs> <laughs> no, you need a spoon. It's like ice cream, except it's mushroom soup. Yeah. That's <laughs> quite the description it's like ice cream but it's mushroom just, oh it's like mushroom so we went to a great ice cream, cream place the other day like, that's the type of place that may have actually had like cream mush- mushroom mushroom flavored ice cream is how i think about it you would have to yeah to convince yourself to down it caramel drizzle on you <laughs> in a cone <laughs> just escaping mushroom soup into a cone what are you eating you get ice cream oh you sleep so good though <laughs> You know, the seven, like, because it's like the earth and then the mushroom is like pulling the nutrients out of the ground mm-hmm. and then from the ground right into my. I mean, you got all the food groups in that. Oh, no, no meat. But you've got dairy, cream and mushroom soup. You got veggies. There's probably some gluten Maybe in there. Maybe I ate it with cold hot dogs. That would be like all the food groups. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's good thinking. If you just, you could be like posh about it. You know how you get some drinks that have like a little umbrella or a celery stick? <laughs> if you just got a single wiener. Stuck it in the can with and an like, umbrella with a pinky raised. Ooh, fancy! It's my bedtime fancy person snack. <laughs> so awesome! Or just like you're at like the posh party and like hors d'oeuvres come around and it's just like a little blob of mushroom soup on a cracker. Mmm, that's a fancy party. <laughs> you could do, you probably could get away with that. Yeah, just really cool it down and just like cube it, cube it. Anyway, I hardly know it. 
<laughs> Anyways. All right, one more. How about... Uh, All I'm saying is people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Mark. A little something from Desperate Housewives. Sure. You mean people who live in glass houses shouldn't throw soda cans? <laughs> shouldn't throw soda cans? See, that work. I heard the audio of that, but no origin song. That's whatever. Whatever, man. Whatever. <laughs> we'll get it sorted out later. Don't, don't be too sad. Hey, you want to play a game? I do. Riddle is a game we like to play. It takes a two-part trivia-based question. Requires a two-part but overlapping answer, overlapping by syllable, sound, word, or word. So, for example, last week, episode 213, which was Sail Too Close to the Wind, which we debated whether that was even... You didn't even believe that I had a, the correct title. Still up in there. <laughs> Sail Too Close to the Wind, we left you with this one. To take an edgy risk on July 4th. To take an edgy risk on July 4th. The idiom was Sail Too Close to the Wind. Got it? Hmm. No. Tell me again. To take an edgy risk, which is what sail too close to the wind yes. meant on July 4th. Oh! Sail too close to the wind dependence day. That's correct. Oh, bad. That messed me up. I'm like, and long-time listener, first-time caller, Dan- Dan Galano actually sent in his guest this week. We love that guy. So that was great. All right, I got a couple for today, though. <laughs> I've got a couple as well. You go first. I'll go second. Okay, you, gotta, you go third. You're I'll gonna, go fourth. You're gonna have the dig deep, dig deep here. Yeah, I love digging okay. deep. <clears throat> Yo, digging deep. Miracle Max from the Princess Bride. I'm with you. Is that the whole Mi- thing? Miracle Max from the Princess Bride lives in Robert Schuler's church. Ah, love it. Love it. You ready? Yeah. Billy Crystal Cathedral. It's the Billy Crystal Cathedral. That's what it should be called. That's great. All right. You ready for mine? Here's, yep. Here's, excuse me, my first one. People in glass houses shouldn't do this because Jesus went this far from his disciples to pray in the Mount of Olives. People in glass houses shouldn't do this because Jesus went this far from his disciples to pray in the Mount of Olives. How far did he go? Throwing, throwing, shouldn't throw, throw stones, throw away. Throw stones, throw. Yeah. Okay. Throw stones, throw. Wow. Is that how far it was? I don't know if that's in the Bible. Okay, I got another one here. When a stones throw away. Correct in, answer. Ready? Don't throw stones, throw. I, I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> Did I not show enough appreciation on my face? I liked I, it more than you liked I think, it. I, I liked it. Okay, go. Inmates scheduled for eternity shouldn't do this in a glass house. Inmates schedule, scheduled for eternity shouldn't do this in a glass house. Okay, life sentence. Inmates scheduled for eternity. This location of inmates scheduled for eternity shouldn't do this oh, in a glass nice house. Nice combo. Thank you. I see where this see, is going. See, yeah. that lit your eyes up. Yeah. See? That's how you react. <laughs> okay, I'll try better next time. Uh, it's uh, death throw stone. Death throw stones. Yeah, it's a weird one, think right? about that because the TH is on the right. I know. Death, that's a good one. Yeah. Death throw stones. Death throw. Throw stones. That's a good one. Yeah, it was out there. That's legit. The other one I was going to somehow rope in like Dr. Dre <laughs> and uh, Suge Knight. Death throw records? Yeah. <laughs> This record company owned by... I'd have got it. Yeah. Okay, I got one more, but why don't you explain to the world, our tens and tens of people listening, 
how they can get a hold of us, how they can play along, you can or reach out to us, win some stickers. You can reach out to us on Instagram at the dot village dot idiom, or email us the village idiom podcast at gmail.com or whether it's the Facebook, the YouTubes, or the Twitters at Three Minutes Gone. All right, here's the last one. Try and get it before Skinny does. You have a week. Here it is. This young lady has lost her sheep and shouldn't throw stones. What? This young How lady has lost. <laughs> I didn't know what that was. Now I get it. This young lady has lost her sheep and shouldn't throw stones. What? That's crazy. And that is three minutes gone. You're ridiculous. I was, I was acting just oh, yeah, no, I was excited good. for you. I was happier. Okay. It scared, scared me a little. I think I, I, think I peed. It still works. It still works. Well, we enjoyed putting uh, today's episode together. Uh, get back to your, uh, get back to work. Okay. I'm Skinny. I'm Jurassic Mark. And these are the Village Idioms. Oh, people in glass houses, just <laughs> not throw stones. Last three minutes gone.